You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and this week we're talking about miracles and humor, two things we need a lot of these days, in three very popular episodes from earlier this year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul, and today is all about humor. Our best-selling book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Laughter is the Best Medicine, is full of hilarious stories, and I'm going to share two of them with you today. Two stories that made me laugh out loud while I was reading them for the first time and reviewing them a second time and even editing them a third time. You know a story is good when it makes you laugh over and over again. So here goes with our first story. Sharon Smith explains that she and her husband, Bill, were making pepper jelly for the first time. They had been buying it at a local deli, but they decided to try making it at home instead. Bill did the chopping, masterfully dicing the jalapenos. And then they mixed together all the ingredients. They got everything going on the stove. And then when the mixture was done, they put the jelly in jars. And they were really pleased with how well it had gone. They had a dinner date planned for later, so Bill went off to shower, and Sharon was standing there in the kitchen admiring all their completed jars of pepper jelly until she heard a blood-curdling scream emanating from the shower. It sounded like Bill was being murdered. What's wrong? She shrieked. I'm on fire, he wailed. It turned out that Bill had been soaping his most sensitive area when the oil from the peppers transferred from his hands to, well, you know where, he was in agony. Sharon turned off the water while he stood there screaming, and then she ran back to the kitchen. Beer, she thought, that's supposed to help neutralize spicy foods. She ran back to the shower and poured beer on that most sensitive area. Oh my freaking God, he howled, you're making it worse. So. She grabbed the next thing she thought might work, a burn cream she found in the medicine cabinet. She squeezed the tube and a blob of the cream landed on the target area, but he just screamed some more, saying that didn't help at all. Sharon dashed back to the kitchen again, wondering what would work. Then she thought of sour cream. Many spicy Mexican dishes are served with sour cream. So she grabbed a tub of sour cream, scurried back to the shower, and began throwing blobs of sour cream onto the affected area. Bill tried to help spread the sour cream, but she has, don't touch. Whatever is burning you is coming from your hands. So he stood there with his hands in the air as she flung dollops of sour cream at his raging hot, most sensitive private parts. After a few seconds, his shrieking began to get quieter. And now he was shivering from standing there in the shower, wet and covered with cold beer and sour cream. We will never speak of this again, he said through clenched teeth. But what's a wife to do, right? 
Sharon just had to share that story with all of us, whether Bill likes it or not. So Bill and Sharon committed quite the faux pas by not wearing gloves while chopping up jalapenos. And Joyce Newman Scott and her husband committed another kind of faux pas involving their hands while on vacation in Italy. Joyce and her husband, Tom, were on a Mediterranean cruise with his cousins. They had visited the Acropolis in Greece, shopped for carpets in the Grand Bazaar in Istanbul, explored the ruins in Ephesus, and were now docked in their last port, Naples. They decided to search for a Catholic church so they could attend Sunday Mass because that seemed like a fun thing for tourists to do on a Sunday in Italy. Well, they searched and they searched, but they couldn't find any churches that were holding Mass on a Sunday afternoon. There were hundreds of churches in Naples, but not a single one seemed to be open. They decided it must be that Italians have a big family meal on Sunday afternoons, having gone to Mass in the morning. Finally, when they were about to give up, they found someone to ask. Although they couldn't speak Italian, the man somehow managed to understand what they wanted and pointed them in the right direction, holding up five fingers to communicate that there was a church five blocks away. Off they went, and indeed, they found quite a crowded church where Mass was already underway. It was packed, but the Americans squeezed into the last open row. The church was huge and dimly lit, so they couldn't really see up front to the altar. But it was thrilling nonetheless to be attending Mass in an ancient church in Italy with the Mass in Italian. The Americans whispered a little to each other and got baleful looks from the other churchgoers. An old woman dressed all in black and wearing a black veil turned to glare at them from in front of them. And when Joyce smiled at the old man sitting next to her in the same pew, he put his head in his hands and covered his face. The Americans were noticing they didn't seem all that welcome, and their whispering about this caused even more glares. Nevertheless, Joyce says, I was swept up in the bliss and transcendence of a world traveler, feeling connected to these worshiping strangers. Then they got to the part of the Mass where you kiss someone or shake hands. Joyce turned to the lady in front of her and smiled and put out her hand, but the lady wouldn't shake her hand. Instead, she gave Joyce a horrified look. So Joyce instead gave her family members high fives. She was enjoying this mass in this church in Naples. When the mass ended, Joyce could finally see the old priest as he came down the aisle toward them. And then right after him, she was horrified to see four men carrying a large black box because suddenly she realized that it was a casket and they had crashed a funeral and been giving high fives. They escaped from the church in disgrace, but couldn't stop laughing all the way back to their cruise ship. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Laughter is the Best Medicine. I have now shared 20 stories from the book on this podcast. If you want to hear the past episodes, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and scroll back to hear the prior episodes. And please tell your family and friends about the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast because we work very hard to bring it to you. And the more listeners, the better. You can pick up a copy of our new laughter book at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, at Books A Million, Amazon, Kroger, Meyer, and wherever else you like to get your books. Come back for our next episode to revisit 
our Believe in Miracles book. I'm going to share several stories from that book to give you some hope and inspiration and also some good solid entertainment.